0: I'm David Katniss, this is the rant on Too Close to Call. Happy Pride, it is Pride Month. You'd have to be blind not to notice it if you live in a major city, of course. In Washington, D.C., in New York, in Chicago. All have had huge Pride celebrations during the month of June as we careen to the end of it. New York drew an estimated 2 million attendees at its Pride Parade last weekend. So it is big in big cities. The first president to establish a gay Pride Month, Bill Clinton. He established it to be Gay and Lesbian Pride Month in 1999. June, June is the month because that is the month of the Stonewall riots. Then Obama advanced it from Bill Clinton to LGBT Pride Month, adding bisexual and transsexual, which most, most people know. And then Joe Biden added plus... And Q, he added, he made it LGBTQ plus Pride Month. So you've had three presidents, all Democrats, recognize Pride Month. And you know, what? what's going to be after the plus, I guess? What could the next iteration be? We'll have to wait to see if another Democratic president moves it beyond. But this is a rant about the purpose of pride and my own thoughts on whether it has run its course, run its relevance. And I would argue that it has in major cities. In and you know, and I'm just full disclosure if you're new to too close to call, I am gay, I'm happy with it, it's good. But as I went to D.C.'s Pride Parade a few weekends ago, it got me thinking, are we just preaching to the choir now for gay rights? Are we just doing Ted Cruz at Jerry Falwell's university? Or are we just speaking to ourselves? Because everybody in D.C., most people, are pro-gay or have no problem with it. New York is the same thing. It's a party. It is an exhibition of expression, of sexual expression. You could say maybe love in some cases, but a lot of it is an over-sexualized parade. You know, it's a space for acceptance, a lot of advocates would say. But you do see a lot of flamboyant acts of sexualized behavior and I understand why gay rights advocates will say it is meant to counter the years and years of oppression. I would just argue that in major cities, that oppression has pretty much been wiped out. Of course, not completely. There's always going to be some discrimination, as there always will be of women, of blacks, of Asians... There's always going to be some gay gay people are always going to feel some discrimination, but I feel like if the if the point of pride is to sort of lift people up and tell people, hey, it's okay to be gay or bisexual or transsexual or non-binary, and that you should you should show it and express it and feel comfortable and not feel threatened then we've won that argument in the major urban cities. And if you look at the biggest events for Pride, they're in big urban dwellings. New York, Chicago, D.C., San Francisco, L.A. So uh, I think if, if, if the LGBTQ plus community wanted to really make an impact and the groups around it they would what needs to be done is to take pride to the areas where it's it's still a more of a struggle where the hurdle is higher to get over for members of the community to accept your sexuality there's a yougov poll in late may that asked adults Americans all Americans not just gays all Americans how much discrimination Eight different groups faced, and lesbians, Asians, and gay men were perceived to face the least amount of discrimination compared to pl- blacks, transgender Americans, and Arabs. Which I think is is correct. I think that perception is probably correct. Uh, correct. Transgender people have a lot, f- much further to go to get acceptance than a gay man or a lesbian. but i i also think it was that that poll is telling because what it doesn't reflect is that the being gay, being bisexual, being any of the alphabet soup that now has become the umbrella to characterize us it is much tougher in smaller rural areas geography matters so if, if Pride is about creating safe spaces for acceptance and trying to make that young 12-year-old who who may not understand his sexuality yet feel like, hey, it's going to be okay, or to convince the 77-year-old man that, hey, these gay men are not going to threaten your life. Your lifestyle really doesn't impact you if you don't want it to, but... A lot of them are good people. If we want to really change hearts and minds, which I think is the point of the movement, then really you got to invest in places where pride isn't as easy. Time Magazine wrote an article that at least 11 different LGBT pride events across the country were disrupted by right wing protesters or delayed due to white right-wing protesters. They did, a, they did a survey of this with Media Matters. Listen to the places where this happened. It wasn't New York and D.C. It was North Idaho, where they made those arrests of a bunch of militiamen men in a U-Haul, I believe it was, in Cor-D'Alene, Idaho. Haven't heard of it. Couldn't locate it on a map. Arlington, Texas, right-wing groups disrupted a drag brunch. Jasper, Indiana, a drag event was canceled after a, a safety threat. Kaiser, Oregon, a pride fair was canceled due to protest. Apex, North Carolina, there was a violent threat against drag story hour, which is a different topic altogether, whether you want to take your you know five-year-old or six-year-old to... A drag queen, you know, I think that's a different debate on when parents want their kids to be exposed to some of this. I don't know if I'd want my kid exposed to everything in the D.C. Pride Parade. There are women with their breasts out. There are inflatable penises. This is very sexual. It's probably not age-appropriate for kids. But <clears throat> my point is that those cities that I just read to you our far-flung areas. There was Palm Beach, Florida, I should also include, where there was a shooting threat of an event, which is, you know, and Palm Beach is obviously a bigger place than a lot of those other places. But the places that have problems, uh, San Lorenzo, California, it's it's rural areas, it's offshoot areas. This is where the LGBTQ plus battle has not been won. It is not in Washington, D.C. It is not in Chicago. It, those We've won. It's good here. It's great. There, there's You can't walk around easy without seeing a pride flag in a bar, a restaurant, in every bar, restaurant, flower shop, furniture store. It's very, it's, it's good. But I understand, having lived in these other parts of the country, it is not good. So my rant on this would be that w- shouldn't these groups try to... Cr- be focused on other parts of the country you know the tougher parts the south the midwest the t frankly the same places that are going to ban abortion i think if you laid a map over that and over where it's toughest to be gay i think it'd be more useful if groups went into went on the road took the show on the road now maybe you don't do the exact show that you do in dc maybe you rein in the uh, sexualized behavior a bit but I think if pride were to matter, or to make it matter, you, you preach beyond the choir. You, you try to go and convert folks, and not, you know, throw it in their faces with sexualized behavior, but, but to show that the LGBTQ plus community is a diverse community, and they want to live, for the most part, lives like those people, although there are cultural differences. I mean, let's be honest about this. Part of the reason Pride is so popular for gay men, I think it's more popular for gay men, and frankly straight people, now, because it's a party. That's what Pride is. The DC Parade, it's a party. It's floats and techno music and bright colors and glitter and drag queens and shirtless men. And then there's lots of drinking and probably some extracurricular drugs. Let's be honest. It's a party. Pride is a party. And I'm for a party. I'm no prude. I love a good party. I just think if the movement wants to advance beyond the urbanized core of homosexual acceptance, maybe look at San Lorenzo, Jasper, Indiana, Apex, North Carolina, as places where the work needs to be done in June, since June is Pride Month. That is my case for repeal and replace. I would adjust it. I I get why there's a need for it. I just don't think there's a need for it in the major urban areas. The last thing I want to say about this came from a podcast from Josh Zeps, who is a gay man who did a podcast on Do We Even Need Pride Anymore? which sort of inspired this rant and i encourage you to go listen to that podcast from him i the pride is also the word pride is is a little bit of an odd description of of how i feel to be gay it's not really a thing i'm proud of it's a thing i'm happy about relatively we all have qualms about who we are and but being proud of something the what I'm proud of is is when you know i write a an article and it gets great feedback you know i'm proud of running my fastest mile time i'm proud of coaching you know swimming in in when i was in college uh but but I'm not proud to be gay because I don't have any control over it. I think I'm not ashamed of it. Again, it's fun. It's great. It has its pros and cons, just like being a heterosexual. But I'm not, I, I wouldn't say, oh, I'm proud of this. It's not something I'd put on a resume. Oh, this is an accomplishment. That's usually what you're proud of, an accomplishment. Well, I didn't accomplish being gay. I just am gay. So I think maybe the wording needs to be needs to be tweaked and this is not to say that people can't be happy about their sexuality i think that's important but i think the most important battle and i would have loved it if i you know when i was growing up is to sort of show the high school kid who's 15 who's maybe seen as heterosexual but has thoughts in his head about hey That guy's attractive. For some reason, when I look at guys, I'm attracted to these guys and allow him to explore his sexuality, give him permission to. In the cities, I think that permission has been granted due to lots of progressive work over the years, but that battle has been won. Where I don't think it's been won yet is for the 15-year-old kid in Apex, North Carolina or Jasper, Indiana who sees their safety-threatened due to right-wingers, protesters saying, -uh. nah, this isn't cool. So I think that's where Pride should focus its efforts. And that is my rant as we close Gay Pride Month 2022, sorry, LGBTQ plus pride month, 2022. Hey, thanks for all the subscribers, the paid subscribers. Earlier this month, we went to a paid subscription option, which is $5 a month, $50 a year. Founding members, if you give more, you're real special. But I appreciate everyone who signed up for Too Close to Call. We'll be doing more of these rants, more of these posts that are exclusive subscriber content. And we're, we're of course, playing around with some of the personal and political at Too Close to Call. Thanks for listening. Good night.